0: So we are recording this in a beautiful day in March of 2021. God only knows when you'll hear it, but nothing will really change because we're going to talk about someone who was born in 1902, and we are somehow going to connect the fourth greatest Jewish catcher of all times with the atomic bomb and Paul Rudd in one conversation. Did you say fourth greatest? Yes. Yes.
1: So the first three are clearly better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first three are way better. It's a very confident four. Yeah.
1: Jewish catchers. Wow.
0: Okay. All right. Mo Berg was born in New York City in 1902. His father was a pharmacist. Um, he was a bit of a savant. At three, he started begging to go to school. And he graduated from Princeton after only seven, at the age of 17, with a magnum cum laude laude in modern language. Um, He studied and spoke Latin, Greek, French, Spanish, Italian, German, and Sanskrit. And later on in his life, uh, tellingly, he learned to speak Slavic languages and also Japanese. Jesus. All right, so he's weird. (laughs) Well, I will say this, now I had saved for the end, uh, but I'll say it now. Casey Stengel called him the strangest man in the history of Major League Baseball. <laughs> Casey Casey Stengel used to catch birds in his hat in his cap, and then put them on his put the cap on his head with the bird in it. And when he was introduced, would lift the cap and the bird would fly out. It's the Portlandia, it's the Portlandia yeah. joke. You got to put a bird on it. Casey Stengel was
1: weird as shit. Yes, yeah.
0: He thought Mo Berg. Was incredibly strange.
1: <laughs> so,
0: at Princeton, he played baseball. He was a captain uh, of the team in senior year. Who is a, a middle infielder? Um, played second on these teams, which means he is also connects us with Craig Biggio because he switched from second to catcher. Um, he had three thirty one his last year, and was famous because. He could see the catch the pitcher's signals more often, and would yell them to the shortstop. But he yelled them in Latin because (laughs) the shortstop was also a uh, major in in, in, in modern languages. Semper changeable, (laughs) pre-modern science. (laughs) So he graduates, and the two National League New York City teams, of course, the Giants. And a team that at the time was called the Robins, they don't become the Dodgers until the next year. They're the Brooklyn, Rod, uh, the Brooklyn Robins. Got into a bidding war for them because they wanted a team. They wanted a player with Jewish blood on their team because they thought it would help with. They thought it would help with with the box office. By the way, Casey Stengel really missed out on playing for the Robins. <laughs> yes, that's true. Actually, he did. <laughs> he did. He did but, but he came in after they were the Dodgers. But they, they wanted a player with Jewish blood. This has always been a big issue in, in New York sports. Uh, Moses Solomon, of course, was one of the first bonus babies. They paid him a freaking fortune to play for the Dodgers. Um, and this goes up until, I mean, Sandy Koufax comes up. But unfortunately, Sandy Koufax becomes a star with the Los Angeles Dodgers, not the Brooklyn Dodgers, because, of course, New York has the largest, I believe the city with the largest Jew- Jewish population in the country, and in the S- world. Sandy
2: Koufax famously took a Yom Kippur off while yes. Krusty the Clown did three shows. <laughs> That's, that is
0: correct, yes. Um, but And um, as was mentioned in a previous episode, which we recorded like nine minutes ago. Um, <laughs> another peek behind the yeah, curtain. Another peek behind the curtain. Ron Bloomberg, they tried to call the Jewish hammer or the Hebrew hammer, but it was that name did not take because um, they managed to screw up his career despite the fact he was really good. So he goes to the Robins and as a shortstop that year has one of the worst years in the history of the major leagues. He hits uh, in 47 games, he hits 187 and makes 21 errors. <clears throat> So below the Mendoza line. <laughs> yes, he's below the Mendoza line, and with 21 errors, um, the worst the worst season in modern history is Ron Gant's season when he played third base for the da- uh, Braves. He played 146 games. He hit 181 and fielded 899. Like that's that. Ron Gant was a very good player. He had no business playing third. And um, Ryan Leaf style numbers. Yes, yeah, it was Ryan Leaf style numbers. <laughs> They believed that after a season like this, he would go to Winter Bowl and, and like play better. Instead, Moberg flies to Paris. No, he doesn't fly. He takes a boat to Paris. Lives in, in the Latin Quarter with the likes of Hemingway and, uh, and Gertrude Stein and Fitzgerald and hangs around with that crew and takes 32 classes at the Sorbonne. He comes back. This is so weird. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Moberg is the most. Moberg is probably the most interesting person in the history of Major League Baseball. Can I? Uh, can I? M O or M O E? M O E. M O E. Okay. This becomes an issue because he's asked to write his um, autobiography in the '60s, and they sent him a ghostwriter, and the ghostwriter. <laughs> Had done a lot of research on Mo Howard from the uh, Three Stooges, <laughs> <laughs> and so he he fires the ghost writer. <laughs> 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 oh my god! This, this guy who ends up speaking nine languages is mistaken for a stooge. Well,
2: the, the writer kept putting his hand in front of his nose and insisting
0: he try to poke his eyes. <laughs> so, he comes back, and the Dodgers, of course, they're. They're training in Florida, but this is 1922, you know, or 20, yeah, 1922. They just, um, 1921, they don't really understand what's going on. Actually, it's after 21, so it's 22. And he says, um, they ask for a report from a scout, and Mike Gonzalez is a scout that's there, and he sends a telegram. Goodfield, no hit. Stop. Bo <laughs> Berg is the first person in the history of baseball to get the Goodfield no-hit moniker. That's like, that is... Scouting of the next century. That is Ray Ordonez oh. in a nutshell.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Now, Well, Priest yeah. well, Jackie yeah. well, 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 yeah. Bradley Jr. <laughs> and by <laughs> yeah. the way, he made 21 errors in 47 games. He's a shortstop at <laughs> this point. Goodfield. That's, a, lo- that's <laughs> a lot of errors. So, so, it, it also speaks to the quality of baseball in 1922. Yeah. So he went to the minors. Yeah, a lot of this speaks to the quality of baseball. <laughs> he goes to the minors for a couple of years. And in 1925, with the uh, Reading Keystones, Reading Pennsylvania Keystones, he hits 311 with 124 RBIs, and he's playing third base. They then say, this is a man we need to have. <laughs> he contacts a team... <laughs> And tells them, "Well, I'm not only going to miss spring training, I'm going to miss the first two months of the regular season because I'm going to Columbia Law School." (laughs) uh, uh,
2: Okay, so he was—he got back to the majors. And just uh, man, the twenties just—they were the roaring twenties. Well. They were the roared. It, it's also. Can true you that, like, imagine, so Andrew? Can you imagine someone right now being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to law school. I'm going to law school. D- yeah, d- I finally losers. got to the majors. The can la- you guys wait? There's Albert Pujols isn't coming up because he's got to go to law school. Yeah. <laughs>
0: who is the
1: doc? Who is the like George
0: Doc Medich? Is the guy that went to <laughs> dental school? In he, of- bring- <laughs> he went to dental school. Um. In lieu of going playing winter ball, that's why it was Doc. He became a dentist. He's a dentist right. now. That they they let him go because they didn't want to be an anti dentist. The, no, they're they like, traded him because of this. Even though he won, even though he won sixteen games, they traded him because they were so pissed off about this, and they traded him to the Pirates for Honus Wagner, Willie Randolph.
1: Oh, I'm, thinking, I'm sorry. I'm thinking like no. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, in, no. The Doc Bennett
0: just traded for Willie Randolph. Yeah, in, in what was a good Yankee trade.
1: Willie Randolph was an underrated. Yankee great.
0: Willie he was, Randolph is really good. Willie Randolph is better than most Hall of Fame second baseman.
1: That's a that's a that's a hot take and a good take.
0: Yep. So he takes two months off and he only plays in 46 games and it's 221. So you would think he would learn his lesson. 1927. Now 1927 is the 1927 Yankees. Like one of the things when you do research for this is you realize there's like two leagues. There's the Yankees and a couple teams the New York teams, and then there's everybody else. And by this point, he's playing for the White Sox. Oh, no, he's not. So, I mean, he's playing for, I don't know who, who he's with. And he comes, oh, it's, it's an American League team. because He only played one season in the National League. 1927, he tells them, yeah, I'm going to arrive late uh, I, uh, because I've, I'm going to Columbia Law School. <laughs> he graduates from Columbia Law School in three years and becomes a lawyer, passed the bar.
2: But how old is he? He's like twenty four.
0: No, no, twenty seven. He's twenty five. Twenty five. So he's he's in the middle of his. Um, he's got his degree from uh, in, in world languages, uh, modern languages from Princeton, um, and he also now is is in law school. So they trade him to the White Sox. Race White Sox have Ray Shawk. Still from the uh, 1919 Black Sox team. Yeah. Still playing. Yeah. The, the, the Rick Pitino of the White Sox. Yeah. No, Ray shark <laughs> Ray, 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 Ray Shaw the... did not throw, the, throw any guy. He's no. in the Hall of Fame. Everybody on that 19... Bill James pointed this out. The guys on the 1919 team were either banned for life or in the Hall of Fame. There's, like, no middle ground. If you started for them, you were banned for life or you're in the Hall of Fame.
1: It's like a scab thing where, like, you're a scab for not throwing the game. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. 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 So,
0: Ray Shawk is one of the three catchers on the team. He's a little older. He gets hurt. The other two guys just leave the team. 1920s. (laughs) So, they need a catcher. So, Mo Berg, who's not playing, says, I'll catch. And he starts filling in. And, but of course, he's a shortstop. So, they have to trade for a catcher. So, they trade for Frank Buggy to the Phillies. Frank Buggy is so fat that the pitchers refuse to pitch to him. Uh, 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 names were just better in the 20s. <laughs> yeah.
2: Frank Buggy is, it, is a phenomenal name. Actually, I
0: uh, the, I have yeah. a Stephanie Buggy who's on our on negotiating team. Maybe it's a, it's a <laughs> long descendant. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I talked about your great-granduncle the other day. I will absolutely bring this up. Hey, did your... You know, do you have a relative that played for the uh, Phillies?
1: How is Frank Buggy like not involved in organized crime in this era? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: seems... So he's so fat the pitchers refuse to pitch to him. This is the twenties; they're not going to the mound. Like they're not pitching to him. They will just not play because they're the White Sox. They're eight hundred games out of first place, and so they get to vote. The manager has them vote on who. They want to pitch to. I, I thought you meant the, players. the <laughs> players on the other team got to vote. <laughs> so, no, The manager had their own pitchers to vote, and they vote for Moberg. Berg. So <laughs> Moberg Berg is now a catcher. And 1928, this is a little time, graduates from law school. But in 1929, he's there, and he has his best season. He had his high in average, hits, games played. At bats, RBIs, and runs scored. Now, he didn't break fifty in either runs batted in or score run scored. He had 107 hits. His OPS was 609. Like he wasn't good, but it was his best season. He plays another 10 years. So, the reason he's the fourth greatest Jewish catcher in history. There's been four, in my opinion. Who do you I'm, think's the best? I'm ju- <laughs> nineteen. Hall of Famer of the 1977 Dodgers. I have his autograph at my home. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Tell me. I who- Steve Yeager. Steve Yeager. Steve Yeager okay. is Steve the greatest Yeager. Jewish catcher. I was going to say Yogi
1: Berra. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Mark Lieberthal, who played for the Phillies. Yep. I would put second. Modern times. Brad Ausmus from Cheshire, Connecticut. Yeah. Manager. Manager Two. played a long time. Three time All Star. Did you know that Brad Osmond had three years where the he thing, made all... The thing is, the like,
1: when, when both leagues are naming, like, three catchers to the All-Star team, if, like, a league is, like, bad and like, a down year, <laughs> that third catcher is probably going to be somebody that's going to be Brad Ausman's played for it. a lot of teams that sucked. Yeah, it's like, so like it's like Posada and Veritech, and then uh, yeah, I guess we'll throw in Brad we'll yeah. yeah.
0: So those are the three. Berg played so long. No, he was never good, but he played so long, I think he gets to be the fourth greatest catcher in history. So... Jewish catcher. Jewish catcher history, yes. <laughs> Jewish catcher.
1: History. Lieberthal was a good player. He was decent for a couple of years.
0: Lieberthal was a good player. He was you know, and Jaeger was a very good player.
1: Jaeger, yes. And I, he
0: invented the, the flap thing.
1: Those were good teams. Yeah. Those dodger teams.
0: So nineteen thirty two, they decide to do Japan asks the um a barnstorming team to come over, and it's basically all stars, <laughs> to um teach them baseball. So, they come because they don't know baseball. So we can blame Moberg for Hideki Aru. <laughs> so, well, can we? Can, can
1: we not? Can we not do Hideki Aru here? Yeah.
0: We can bring Flex. That is the single funniest side. Felt. Torsten. You train it, Ujama <laughs> Hideki Aru. He's terrible. Forty home runs.
1: He's got a rocket for an What are you thinking?
0: <laughs> so. I like the fact you do a Jewish voice because, well, he's clearly Jewish. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, George is not.
1: No, Frank's, yeah. (laughs) There's something about Frank and Estelle Costanza that's, like, very Jewish. Well, I think both actors are Jewish. Stiller and uh, I don't know who played George's mom, but yeah. Yeah. So
0: 1932. (laughs) So he goes with Lefty Grove. He goes with Babe Ruth. He goes with Lou Gehrig. And they go. He's late to spring training because he decides to spend several months in Japan. And while he's in Japan in 1932, he learns to speak Japanese. which no, no, <laughs> Not course. one of his seven languages. No, so yeah. he's past seven. He's it's at like 12. So when he
2: comes yeah. well, back. He learned Sanskrit before <laughs> <like laughs> Japanese. Slavic who the, Japanese. Who yeah, speaking sa- who's speaking
0: Sanskrit? Uh, Jesus did.
2: Oh, well, that now, just, uh, well uh, no, okay, great. No, that makes me now, seem anti-Semitic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the fact that Bo Berg decided that he had to learn what Jesus spoke, but still,
2: wait, I thought Jesus spoke Aramaic.
0: Oh, maybe yeah, Sanskrit's way older than that. Yeah, I thought Sanskrit no one, was a no, font, no, 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 so. not yeah, Sanskrit, is a no, font. no, no, no. <laughs> I it was a font. no, no, not that. Like what Jesus, do you mean the list, That's like that Jesus. Draw? Jesus, uh, Jesus Lopez, who was the first. <laughs> <laughs> he he had, he just transferred over from from Mexico. <laughs> so, in 1934, he returns, and. When he's met by the they, they like the their version of the Congress in Japan, he delivers those remarks in extemporaneous Japanese to the entire group because he learned japanese in 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 the four months he spent wandering around if Japan. The,
2: if this podcast was nine years ago, <laughs> we would have all the Japanese accents. <laughs>
0: What, who's the character that Krusty plays? And they said, "Oh yeah, I can't do that." Oh
2: my God! I, I, there's Ping. Michael does Ping in the no, office. Krusty does with the big fucking no, with the uh, uh sha, 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 yeah. the thing uh, that flaps out. God. Just terrible.
0: Great. Ping's rough too. Ping's very rough. So, <laughs> so he bugs pigs out of a game when they're in the city of uh, Tsukiji because. Uh, Movie Tone News had hired him to record and discuss the trip. So that and then he would send the, the films back to the United States and they'd show be shown on Movie Tone News because he used to do newsreels. And what years is in the 30s? 34. 34. But he goes to uh Tsukiji and says because he, he says he's going to visit the daughter of uh Joseph Gru, who's uh the ambassador to Japan and is hospitalized. The West had never seen Tsukiji. They know nothing about it. So he goes to the roof of the hospital and films the entire city and the harbor. And then later sells it to OSS, which is a precursor from the CIA. Yep. Because that's who he is. I th- S- I will. I, I will say, much like how, la-
2: uh, well, not last week, whenever this airs, but in the episode where we talk about sports and races in Boston, it's like Spaceman Lee. Like, it's like this weird guy who's showing an entirely new culture, but
0: he's fucking weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he, he's viewed as being very strange. But of course, now, to be fair, in the 20s, there are more college graduates playing than there are currently. Only 5% of, of current Major League Baseball players have a college degree. Mm. In the early twenties, the college athlete they the col- they viewed college as more appropriate than the minor leagues because they didn't have the relationship with the minor leagues they have now. So they used they used co- they used college <laughs> a, as their as their um as their guide. So like no. Lou Gehrig, Lou <laughs> no. Gehrig uh, graduated from Columbia. Yeah,
2: wait, major league. You're telling me, <laughs> that like that a in, a year face, in the year 2021, <laughs> that major leagues were using colleges as their
0: minor league? I don't know. <laughs> Sir, I object. Yeah. yeah. Because they had to pay the minor leagues to take a player.
1: Oh. And they did not have oh. to pay a college. I, sh- I,
0: shot, my load of- I shot too early. Yeah, oh. so that's what. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um,
2: in
0: 1935, he becomes incredibly famous because he goes on the radio show, Information Please, which is like a precursor to Jeopardy. First off. Where he Ken Jennings it and wins a fucking fortune because all the questions have to do with etymology and, and all these things, and he just crushes it. Connie Mack, I mean, not Connie Mack, um, K- Keijon K- Mountain Landis said, I have spent my the best part of my career trying to help Major League Baseball. And you have done more in three weeks than anyone has ever done to help the league. Because can you
2: imagine a show in 2021 <laughs> called Information, Please? No, it would be called We Don't Want This Information,
0: Please. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm teller made for like that kind of show. Honestly, Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah it, it was like, it's kind of, it's kind of like Jeopardy. Uh, it's incredibly popular. It's before Paola. So they didn't, they weren't paying, giving them the answers. By the way, quiz show. An amazing movie.
1: Quiz Show is oh, Quiz Show is, you know, is a phenomenal movie. Fantastic. Movie. Redford,
0: yeah. Yep,
2: and... I, just, I can't imagine a show now being Information, Please. Yep. And people going on and being like, oh, they're providing information. It's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> if LeBron went on a show called Information, Please,
1: Adam Silver would have angina. What was, I hate to like, uh, just, what was Quiz Show based on? What was the name of that sh-? Because it was based it's, on a true story. It's, it's, it's based Quiz Show. On, no, it's based on... Uh, um, they, they tried to revive it, didn't it, they?
0: It, the the $64,000 question. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: I don't think it's a 64. I think it was like the $20,000 question or something right. like that. $10,000. The $1,400. <laughs> <treatmentless laughs> he tried to revive it. Which it, yeah. right. show is phenomenal. So anyway, so he goes on. He just crushes the whole thing. But, like, he never hits over, like, 230. Like, he's he he catches occasionally. Good field, no hit. Yeah, good field, no <laughs> hit. In, in multiple positions, he's... um viewed as i mean he's always called the brainiest player in baseball cuz he clearly is because there's enough college guys around they often end up on whatever team he's on and they they spend with him he roomed with this guy that they called the sheriff cuz he looks like a southern sheriff and was was like famously stupid like was it Andy Griffith? He, he, well he was Gomer Pyle, was Gomer, Pyle. <laughs> Gomer Pyle that's better yeah so well actually one time He's not feeling well, and he he looks at him and says, "Oh, he look." He said, "Stick out your tongue," and he looks at his tongue. He's, "Yeah, you got too much intestinal fortitude. Go tell him you can't play because you have intestinal fortitude." And off so the guy goes. Says, "I have intestinal fortitude. That's why I'm not playing." <laughs> and the guy gets mad at him, and the coach gets, <laughs> uh, gets mad at him. And hey, your he, guts is not a. And he, he finally that's came that's back that's and, that's and that's says, I, "And he said I could drive more." Uh, I I drive more runs in every month than uh, Mo Burke can think across the plate in <laughs> a lifetime. <laughs> I just like the thought of, the thought of grabbing a grown man's tongue
2: <laughs> and being like, no, "No, no, I got
0: it." He was, I mean, he he's not only is he viewed as very strange, but strange players, guys who are also strange, tend to gravitate toward him because he's super smart. He coaches for two years and then just quits, but. Wait, who did he coach? The Red Sox, oh,
2: of course. So was he, the,
0: he was the manager of the Red Sox. No, coached, coached first base.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Okay. It's the Red Sox. Why not?
1: Why not? Uh, a why Jew not? in
2: Boston. Ugh. It's the great American dad joke. You ever seen a black guy <laughs> at a Boston <laughs> Red Sox game that wasn't playing first base? Exactly.
0: <laughs> so he then <laughs> takes the film that he had recorded because now World War II is getting getting going. Tojo is going right. He takes that Admiral Phil. Tojo. That was <laughs> the fucking guy's name, yeah. right? I know. Also, I know. the the model for Ed Sullivan's Topo Gigio.
2: Topo Gigio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, to quote Hank Hill, Tojo. T- to quote a uh, Cotton, no, Cotton Hill, Hill. Cotton. Yeah. Tojo. Tojo took my shit. no joke. <laughs> so right, that's right.
0: But anyway, <laughs> so he goes and, and he shows the film that he did to OSS seven years earlier, because now they're in war with Japan. He says, here, look, I have all this film. So they hire him at first in the Army, and he's overseeing training of the troops in uh, the Caribbean and South America, just making sure they're physically trained because he's a professional athlete. He's bored by this. But he's learned Yugoslavian as a language. He's learned the Slavic languages. So so we're on on language 14. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And what he's then brought in by OSS to do is to recruit Slavic Americans to do parachute drops into Yugoslavia. So he has to convince them, and this is a rough call, like I don't, I don't, I never get through the end of the fact of my warranty's out, but meanwhile he's cold calling people <laughs> and saying, You know what you should be doing instead of being an accountant in Newark? You should be dropping out of an airplane behind other lines in Yugoslavia. It's the car warranty
2: call. We've been trying to reach you to get you to uh, airdrop into Yugoslavia. Right.
0: (laughs) So, So he's very successful in this. And then they move him to Project Larson. Project Larson was an attempt to discover what the... How close the Germans were to an atomic bomb. And because he spoke so many languages, he goes to Europe and just starts hanging around physicists. Because he also understands physics. So, was he a, was he a spy? <laughs> many talents yes. this guy has. Wait, he was a spy? <laughs> His biography is called The Catcher Was a Spy. What? Fuck. Zach, you oh, wait. Can include wait, you, man. not only that, but currently, as we speak, on Hulu, Paul Rudd plays Mo Berg in the movie "The Catcher Was a Spy." So we are tying all of this together: Paul Rudd, the atomic bomb, Sanskrit, and Mo Berg into one sweet stories.
2: <sighs> I, oh, okay, <laughs> okay I. I Andrew, I, I got it.
1: What are you, you want? Um, I'm just. Th- this is mystifying <laughs> to me. So it's on Hulu, like currently, like, presently. Like, so I set my alarm for like, six
0: thirty this morning. Here's a peek behind the curtain. I set my alarm for six thirty this morning because I didn't discover this until I went to watch the. Hulu. I said, I wonder how much it costs to watch The Catcher Is a Spy, and then I realized, oh, it's on Hulu, and I have Hulu. Actually, I don't have Hulu. I borrow Hulu from my girlfriend. No no one has Hulu. No. <laughs> we'll yeah. There's eleven there's
2: I, eleven people who have Hulu, Hulu and Hulu. is else. candy corn. There's the only one thing that person has Hulu that Hulu does is sports. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so one person has Hulu and everyone's been stealing it off that person. So
0: I said, I'll get up at six thirty <laughs> and I'll watch on the Well, I'm on the treadmill, I'll watch the catchers of spy. It's only ninety three minutes. You fitness freak you. Nine thirty six thirty, my <laughs> alarm goes off and I remember oh. I watched Colombo to midnight and then because of my combination of Imperial Stouts and Substances that will be legal in Connecticut very soon I then watch I then watched, I then watched case case the catcher's be legal by this date. I then watched YouTube for a couple of hours and um and then so I wasn't gonna get up after four hours' sleep to walk on the yeah, treadmill you, and watch the catcher as you, a spy. You
2: you got high watch YouTube videos <laughs> and now you believe the earth is flat. <laughs>
0: No, no,
2: no! I
0: I, I believe the Killdeers version of Blitzkrieg Bop is the definitive version <laughs> because it's played by a guy in bagpipes. Uh, I listened to I listened to rock bagpipe music so, for a so, long so time. So this
2: guy was a bad major league player, continued to be a bad major league player, was brilliant, and then became. Uh, he became a spy. Yep. Yeah, fluent in
1: 47 languages. Why is
2: he yeah. not taught in history? Like, th- this feels like when I found out that Columbus was actually bad, where it's like, why didn't I learn this in, like, sixth <laughs> grade? Or that he sailed from Portugal. Yeah, like, like, exactly. It's like, I should have known this earlier. Like, you've never
0: met a Portuguese person pissed off about Columbus Day. Fuck <laughs> So anyway, so he goes, and his big thing is to see if Werner Heisenberg, the German physicist, is close to discovering an atomic weapon. So he travels around. He ends up getting to hear uh Herzenberg give a presentation because he's friends with all these Italian physicists who I guess think he's a physicist. Talk to talk. And he talk kno- to talk. No, he he knows <laughs> he knows where we are with the atomic bomb. And he he, he writes back Yeah, this is uh, not an issue. They're not close. They, they're not as close as we are. So, um, he then, after Germany um, taps out... because <laughs> a, he's- a, a very <laughs> delicate way to,
2: to, to describe them ending the war. Hitler committed suicide and Go- Goebbels tapped
0: out. <laughs> he tapped out, yeah. Uh, everything gets back to the WWF. Uh, and, oh, <laughs> WWA. And so... Yeah, the World Wildlife Foundation. Right. But, of course, he stays in OSS because... He speaks Japanese now. So he finally <laughs> resigns um, because there is no OSS. After World War II, there's no OSS. Yes, that right. becomes the CIA. Yeah. In the 1950s, he's contacted by the CIA to find out where the Russians are with this because, of course, he speaks Russian. Yes, <laughs> But he never turns in anything. And his handler uh, or his supervisor describes him as flaky, and and this has become, He's always been a little strange. Please tell me he becomes a Russian asset. No, he's always become a little strange, but now he's become like it's starting to tip. Like he's reached the tipping point. So yeah, it t- it turns out this weird
2: <laughs> this weird pro baseball catcher <laughs> might not be the best that we have to send to do spy work. Yeah, I mean, he he. Once you have forty-seven well, my, languages in your head, <laughs> you tend to lose my, common logic. My, Can you imagine sitting around in Russia? And like, das, how you doing? I hit one eighty-seven <laughs> one year. Yeah, <laughs> my
0: good year, I had one hundred and seven hits <laughs> and a three hundred and twenty on base percentage. I
2: made twenty-one errors this signed um, Me, his know. all-time
0: high on base percentage is three hundred and twenty. So it was not a Billy, Billy Bean would not have Bill, hired him. Bill
2: James <laughs> would have lost. The well, honor. I first no I first for... learned
0: about Moberg From Bill James. And I have never found the book. I I look when I'm in bookstores all the time. The Catcher Was a Spy. I should probably order it. Because I'm sure it's in print again because they just made a movie out of it two years ago. Um, But after really by the mid-early 50s, he's bouncing between siblings, all of whom can't take him. Um, Because (laughs) he's just really difficult. He's just a really difficult person. Um, Gee, what a, what a shock based no, on the uh, Harry half Tr- hour of... Harry, Harry Truman awarded him the Medal of Freedom back when the Medal of Freedom meant something. And... Rush, Rush Limbaugh. You know, Wait, right. what, are you, what are you trying to say there, Ed? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you, what are you yeah. replying?
0: Right. He, uh, right. I, I know Lou Holtz has one, but uh, they they Truman sent it to him, and he refused to show up. He never commented He just refused to accept it. Um, and he bounces between siblings, his brother, Sam, says he was always difficult. He's become impossible. Um, he is just, um, he just wants to read his books. You can't talk to him. And he just reads books all day long. And he dies in 1970 at the age, at a fairly young age of 68. Um, you know, but but uh, his wife, I mean, his sister, he never married. His sister then accepts the medal of Medal of Freedom and it's in the Hall of Fame, and I've seen it. it. So that is, I'm. You've never heard this story, Andrew? No.
1: <laughs> I, 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 first off, no. When
2: you told, when you started this, before we started, you're like, yeah, "I'm doing I'm the fourth best Jewish catcher." I'm like, "All right, I assume it's going to be somebody from the '70s." At no point did I assume it <laughs> yeah. was a guy who spied on the. Yeah, well, the Paul Rudd part was the part that I
1: was like, I, "How is he linking this like 1920s guy to Paul Rudd?" But how does, <laughs> how does Paul Rudd like end up in this role in like 2018? Because Friends is over. Well,
0: he's like, <laughs> well he, has the,
1: he has the second life of like yeah you know Apatow just uses him a lot. They, Apatow they, is kind of done. They stop making yeah.
0: Anchorman. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah. get a lot of leads. He's the lead here.
1: Yeah, and is so it I haven't seen that, but he's good. I haven't seen it late. Late, but yeah, he was a
0: yeah. Like, I, 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 Paul Rudd's great. I haven't seen but, the movie yet. I've heard he's pretty good in it. It's it's. Oh, you didn't like, watch the movie? No, not yet. I want to watch recommendation. It's thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not that's not great. That's not great. that's not an <laughs> <great>. <laughs> indicator. His
2: sister describing <laughs> him as
0: difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it seems like the interesting thing about him as a ball player was that he was a spy. And the interesting thing about him as a spy so was that he was a ball player. player. It, it, that he has kind of massively underperformed his potential. Like my guess would be, if you did his life a hundred times, it would have turned out better in eighty-seven of them, like in a computer simulation. But yep. when he said, like people and like people said, are, "Do you re- actually?" Someone asked him, "Do you regret the time you spent in Major League Baseball?" and he said i'd rather be a ball player than the supreme court judge which by the way it could have been because he had passed the bar he was a lawyer yeah. but you know, I, I still think this is a long con by the japanese empire
2: <laughs> uh to have hideki Urabu come over well, and I, again know, why? we don't know where he is why we don't where's hideki where's Daisuke matsuzaka Zach? like you know they
1: fucked up too <laughs>
2: Hideki. Hideki. You know what there's no Russian there's no Russian baseball players.
0: Hideki Arabu
2: is uh, on, Hideki, Hideki, Hideki,
0: Hideki, Hideki Rabu is on the roof of the Tsasaki yeah. uh hospital. He's a fat toad. It's <laughs> a fat Still toad. Foaming. According to his <laughs> yes. employer. Yes. Uh it but it it is it <laughs> is kind of an incredible story it's, because there's like there's no one like him. And there will never be anyone like him again. No, so no big- one is ever going to say, Yeah, no, I'm just going to take a few months yeah. off because I'm going to tour Hawaii or I'm going to go to law school. school. Da- David Ortiz went to the and- Dominican
1: Republic and got shot. Like, he's not spying on him. <laughs> yeah. like, his sort of like just baseball life and life in espionage with um, <laughs> with with what with what's happening in baseball and baseball's evolution, what's happening in like global conflicts. So the reason And I'm, like, yeah. there's a. Yeah, that'll never—this is one of, one of the, a kind.
0: Yeah, Amazing. the reason I, I was—I I wanted to do this, Zach, is because you used to read the Troy Seuss books where the baseball players solved mysteries. Oh, I, I so love those far. books. Ed, I have to note,
2: you didn't watch the movie— where did you find this? Like, well, I've, known, like, I've like, known it makes about, sense that you might have saw the movie and then... No, no, I've known like, about Mo for a long he's a time. Sage. I was going to say, he drank, he, drank, he drank a bunch of imperial stuff and got in a YouTube hole. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. No, no. Boom. No, when, when Bill James... Bill James mentioned him in the first version of the historical abstract, which That's is right. 1997 or something. Oh, it's 80s. 80s. Yeah, I mean, it's way yeah. back. Yeah. And I thought, I got to read that book. And then when you do a little research, like, as a spy he was okay like he's a ball player he was, was less he than okay. was he a
1: better spy or better baseball player He was probably be a,
0: better, a spy. better spy okay but I think <laughs> if he wasn't a baseball player nobody would That's remember a... it like for a long time he got credit because there was an attack on the city of Su- 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 Sujiki or whatever it's called I've already I, I shut my notebook so I have forgotten the name already <laughs> but there was an attack Su- sujika Suzuka, yeah. And there was yeah. an attack Since on we it. speak Japanese. Right. Yeah. There was an attack <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Oh, Shizuka. Shizuka. I believe is what right. you're And he got Shizoka. credit because they said your his films informed the attack. And he got credit for that for many, many, many years until fairly recently when it was shown that he showed the OSS, the films, about a week after the attack. So, fake it, news. it didn't have anything to do with it. It didn't have anything to do with it. I will not, I will not have you besmirch the great
2: name of Mo Brooks. Oh, Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks. Right. Yeah, Mo fucking. Brooks, the senator from Alabama. <laughs> yeah, they do not. They you can not. besmirch Don't him all day. day.
0: And he is not the bradiest man in the Senate. Yeah, it, It's just a great story um, because it's this weirdo we'll never see again. I mean, we're at a time when 5% of all... Players have college degrees, we'll never see
1: him again. Yes, the you
2: know? so one and done. O- Okafor is one of the last like geniuses. Like, Okafor is a legitimate genius.
1: Um, I'm Mecca Okafor. Uh, thank you, Zach. UConn alum. I mean, he graduated with like an econ degree in three years, about a 10 year <laughs> NBA career. It was okay. Well, um, I checked to see. That's, yeah.
0: I, I checked to see who was voted the smartest man last decade in baseball.
1: Smartest man last decade in baseball.
0: It was Craig Beast. Bistro? restyle, restyle, restyle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh,
0: that's not a good sign. He, he's viewed as a real intellectual, but it, what's like, the criteria for like uh, I, I, I know guess, can somebody guess, like my, smartest guy? And... my guess is that they have NPR on their car radio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they look at their podcast. They podca- <laughs> yeah, and They're like, "Oh, they're, you listen to the Daily." No, they're, okay, they're, yeah. they're, wa- they're watch and listen history. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: what do you watch and listen to? And, yeah. Anyway, so oh. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And I'm glad I can illuminate That's you. Awesome, because on on the on Mo, uh, the Moberg stereo, and the fact that his one of the single best fact is the fact that the guy hired to do his autobiography did research on Mo Howard just. Absolutely. I, I, whoop, I was whoop, whoop. crying. I was laughing so hard.
2: <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, whoop 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 ready to I mean, record. It,
0: like it's a very rip. Ra- he's yeah.
2: <laughs> <Whoop, whoop. Yeah. laughs> ready to record. I, mean, I,
0: I, doing, uh, yeah, I was joke, on so. I was on some site that dealt with Jewish American spies and <laughs> I I heard I read that and I just I just lost it. Like I just absolutely lost it. But he is in the Jewish American Hall of Fame and he's gotten Hall of Fame. He actually got Hall of Fame uh, votes. You got five and then three, or three of them, five. Obviously from so the Veterans more Committee. Than Kurt Sch- Did he pull a Kurt Schilling <laughs> and say, I don't, need, yeah. I don't need
2: the votes?
0: But uh, it was... Uh, it, <laughs> the truth finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that, thank you very much for listening to our special bonus episode. And uh, Moberg, RIP.